What's your new moves? I am Josie, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, and you are tuned in to the frequency of the Luanova podcast and my space heater because I'm freezing. Today's little report was not one that came about easily because I didn't want to pick too many artists from one genre. I do in season two plan to do more than just musical artists, um, but... I did want to make sure that I incorporated yet another Afro-Latino artist and Afro-Latino celebrity. So that is why I chose this one. And the second part of this will be a brief overview of a non-Afro-Latina, but somebody who is very special. And honestly, one of the only rappers I would ever really listen to. Y'all know I don't listen to rap music, but when I do, it's always the female rappers. And so today's little report is on Afro-Latino Ozuna. And we're also going to cover a little bit of Megan the Stallion. Let's get started. I know that my new moons are currently listening to all my pre-recorded episodes and I wanted to pop this in because I understand that as a love witch, obviously a lot of you are coming to me and pouring your heart out and going through a lot of difficulties, rather be in dating or your current relationship or getting over an ex, etc. And so I'm going to use Cardi B as an example. Um, I did a little report on Cardi B not that long ago, and something that I think you all have picked up on if you're not new here is that whenever I do a little report, I never place much emphasis on maybe negative areas of their life. It's not that I don't see it in the tarot. It's not that I don't pick up on it energetically. And a lot of this stuff is very obvious, whether you are a spiritual person or not. And... During the lore report for Cardi B, I mentioned that, you know, I don't condone staying with a cheater. And so that is why I, in that episode, you will hear me talk about her professional life, but that I, but I didn't touch on her personal life. Because as a practitioner, I think that there's a certain code that us real practitioners abide by. And this is why there, you can tell if you follow me on TikTok, who I respect and who I don't when it comes to other practitioners. Um, there's a so-called tarot reader that is always doing these really negative tarot readings about celebrities. And I, I've never, I've never understood why she, one doesn't, she doesn't have their consent. She never mentions that, but why she places so much emphasis on the negative areas of their life. And she's always wrong, yet people just stick with it. With Cardi B, I can confess that energetically I didn't need my tarot deck to, to, to know that the obvious here. And so that's kind of where the lesson is. I know that today's episode is on Ozuna and Megan the Stallion. And I just want to say to people that a big part of why I don't do love spells is that I need you to understand how important it is for you to love you. If you don't like hearing that, I am not the practitioner for you. Please go seek out one of those practitioners that, do the, that does these stupid ass spells and doesn't really understand the impact of them. Or they don't really care because all they really want is your money. I've made it pretty clear that as an actual practitioner, I don't place too much emphasis on money because the universe always has my back. I don't struggle. 
There and, and and so when it comes to not struggling, that includes struggle love. There's an, I I will not condone struggle love, and I will not help you to do so either. Okay, and so I don't do get your ex back spells. I don't do get him to be obsessed with you because as you all know by now I've had a stalker for many years so I don't know why, why on earth you would want that sort of energy. Obsession and admiration are not the same thing and I've already talked about that. But with Cardi B, her voice cracking and the pure pain in her voice is exactly why I'm so careful about what I say on the Lua Report. Because I know that one day I will have the privilege to talk to these celebrities on the Lua Nova podcast. And I hope that Cardi B is one of the first. But not only do I love Cardi and always have, I also love Megan Thee Stallion. People who I cover on the Lua Report are typically people who I really like. Um, Anuel is actually one of the few celebrities who I'm not really a big fan of. I've, lo- I've liked a lot of uh, his singles, but not necessarily him as a person. And with that being said, I also want to cover Yali. Um, we're not going to be victim shaming. Okay. We have seen this girl's face completely beat up by Takashi69, who is an artist I will never cover on the Luo Report. And the victim shaming of, you see, she's the problem. She's the problem. Um, once again, I heard quite a bit of hurt and pain in her voice. I don't condone condone violence whatsoever. I don't condone feeling as though you're so desperate to get this person to hear you that you feel that you have to be violent about it. That's not okay. And as a practitioner, I would tell her that spiritually, she needs a real, a strong cleansing and she needs to get away from the people who cause this constant trauma because she keeps re-traumatizing herself and so with that being said i am going to use season two to get deeper into teaching you all manifestation and self-love it's time for us to get past the basics you can always go back to season one if you need to learn about the basics but after seeing these women and it's tough because they're both happen to be afro-latina so This hurts to my core, seeing, you know, my own really hurting here and kind of seeing the world either laugh about it, joke about it, or, you know, not really understand or say awful things like, well, see, that's what you get. That's what you get. Why would you stay with a cheater? I would never say that to somebody because I don't know their circumstances. That's not my relationship because if we're being honest here i've felt that way about a lot of relationships but it's not my relationship and as a practitioner it is my job whenever anybody hires me for my services to be honest with you however these people didn't hire me so however you tuning in i do have the opportunity to say to you this is why i am so careful about love spells i am so careful about what i teach you Because you see, when you don't love yourself, you invite in some of the worst people ever. I have been there. I have survived it. And so I'm not just speaking out of my ass here. When I constantly tell you all I'm a real practitioner, it is because when it's in your blood, there isn't much I need to do to help you. My grand-grandmother is right here whenever I need to really get into some spell work. Okay, I understand that she's in another realm, but I also have ancestors, I have deities, etc. that always have my back. 
I don't have to do or say much. And so when I come across the real practitioners, this is why I can tell that they don't say a lot. There is a practitioner. She, um, although she does very different work than I do, she is a great example. Her name is, I believe, Magical Lady Duchess. She is out of Mesquite, Texas. That is a real practitioner. That is an example. If you want another, uh, just a different version of what I do. Okay. She is more of a hoodoo practitioner. I am not. Okay. I am not versed in hoodoo work whatsoever. Please also learn the difference between voodoo, hoodoo, closed practices, such as smudging. <laughs> and unless somebody indigenous gave you that, okay, be very mindful when you are smudging, by the way. And I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm telling you to be careful who you're buying it from, etc. Be use use some ethics use some morals here whenever you just start jumping into buying things that are spiritual and that includes crystals etc but with all of that being said i had to take a moment to talk to you all because when i see things like that in the media it's a it's a learning example and although i hate that for both of these women and i'm not condoning yaleen being um violent because that's not okay that's not okay. You don't you don't get to put your hands on somebody, male, female, whatever. You don't get to do that. Okay? And even though I can't stand Takashi 69 and will never understand how anybody can support somebody like him, um I need you all to understand that energetically, you could be re-traumatizing yourself. If if somebody is an ex, they are an ex for a reason. If somebody cheats on you, they do not respect you. So you need to leave the first time. I am not attacking these women. I am giving you this example. Okay. I need you to love yourself so much that there is nothing anybody can do to penetrate it. There is no stalker. There is no spell. There is no nothing that could hurt you no matter how much they try because you will then understand your real gift. I had to take this moment to talk to y'all about that because it's been on my mind and I see that some of, some of this is very triggering for a lot of you. And so when you come to me, understand that you're coming to somebody that although I'm going to Regina George you, I'm going to do it with love. It's not meant to ever hurt you. It's always meant for your greater good. It's meant for you to find the one. It's meant for you to build a stronger relationship. It's meant for you to have stronger bonds in general in your life. And it's meant for you to love you so much that nothing and nobody can get in your way. Okay? My tarot cards need some serious shuffling, so I might be shuffling a little longer than usual. So while I'm doing that, let's go over the pink unicorn in the room, which is my disclaimer. A collective reading is for a collective amount of people. This may not resonate with you. It may not be the reading for you, and that is perfectly fine. It, whenever you want a personal reading, you can reach out to me at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. That is where you can book personal readings with me. They are not free. That is why I find it odd that people seem to have an issue with collective readings when they are very free and they are not meant to be really for everybody. Also, to be honest with you, everybody's not a tarot reader. Everybody is not built for this. Everybody does not have necessarily that gift. We all have a spiritual gift and that's okay. However, it's in my blood. And with that being said, I am an intuitive reader. I'm not just your run-of-the-mill witch. <laughs> I happen to also be an intuitive tarot reader. So I don't go based off just what the card itself is supposed to mean. 
oftentimes negative cards or cards that have a negative connotation are not negative in my eyes and I don't view them the same way that a lot of other readers may view them okay because tarot is meant to be open to interpretation it is not meant to be so literal so if this reading applies to you then it does it may resonate with you today it may resonate with you later either way it is for who it is for if you do not consent to tarot readings please feel free to fast forward i will be doing a one card pull regarding ozona and megan the stallion i do not have the consent of these two celebrities therefore they i just want to put that out there that anytime i do a celebrity reading it's just meant to be for fun it is not meant to be taken so seriously okay i am not one of those readers who's like let me tap into my spirit guides and they're talking about you know britney spears or something like no no britney didn't give you her consent that's weird that you're doing that but i don't do that here and it's not my thing I do not shuffle a certain amount of times and I pick what I pick. I also don't read reverse cards because I check my deck now every time to make sure none of my cards are reversed. Typically that means my whole deck is reversed if, if I end up pulling a reverse card. You can call it the Virgo in me. Maybe so. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. I have no idea. Either way, this is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be like life or death or anything like that because Fun fact about tarot, it can change at a moment's notice. When I pull cards for myself, I don't get the same reading every day. As a matter of fact, when you're reading for yourself, it's actually a little murky, but it's supposed to be. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with my one card pull for you. I pull one card for you if you want more than that. Again, that's part of the personal readings. And then I will be pulling one for Ozuna and one for Megan B. Stallion. Okay. So let's start off with your card for the week. I know we're getting ready for the holidays when this comes out. There's a lot of big holidays this month for different cultures, Yule, etc., Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, etc. So happy whatever you celebrate. Insert the holiday here. And I hope that you feel welcome here. Okay. So your card for the week is... Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 My beautiful new moons. I'm just going to say that that card was reversed. I checked the deck. Sure enough, I picked it up wrong. So let me keep shuffling. That's what I mean by that's not a spiritual meaning. It simply means I picked up my deck the wrong way. Okay. There we go. There's your actual card. Your card for the week is the world. <laughs> I love that you're getting this in December. And so let me tap into the actual energy of who this is for. Okay. All right. I'm getting the feeling that somebody here is finishing a semester. You know, you might be in college or I'm, I'm leaning more towards college or maybe a trade school. And you are maybe a little afraid. And December and January are when the earth is asleep. So I want you to take a moment to reflect. Of course, I say, I say that a lot, but also take a moment with your family and friends, loved ones. Hopefully you have somebody around that genuinely cares for you and just celebrate. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't think about 
the next day because your future is going to be just fine. The world card is one that you want to get in a tarot reading, especially when it comes to graduations, etc. Because it is basically setting you up to know that not only did you complete this, but you are going to complete many goals within not only the next year, but I would say the next two years. Okay. And normally I don't give you all dates, but I'm just drawn to. This is also the card number 21. So that is your number for the week. There's a great amount of possibilities in your future. And maybe you haven't even graduated just yet. Maybe you're about to, but just know that this is just one chapter for you. This is just you, I wouldn't even call it the beginning. I would call this the prologue of your story. So don't stress. It's You are definitely well on your way. And that is your reading for the week. Let me... I'm actually going to put that card aside because I don't want it to be a part of the other readings just in case. Because sometimes my spirit guides like to pick on me and <laughs> give me the same cards over and over again. Okay, so we're going to choose one for Ozuna. And what can he expect? We're going to say, what can he expect for this week? Okay, I know he has a new album out, but I'm not going to look too far into any of that energy. I'm just going to see, you know, what's, what's the energy right now that we can pick up from him. And I'm going to lean more towards this is regarding his career and not really his personal life. But, you know, sometimes the tarot may say otherwise. So, the card that he got is no surprise. Not at all. But this is also a time for him to sit back and relax and reflect. I'm not sure if he is planning something really big. I get the feeling that the answer to that is yes. Uh, this is card number 17, so I'm not sure if that resonates with Ozuna or fans of his at all. But, this is the star card is what he received. And the reason why it resonates, of course, with a celebrity getting the star card is that this is oftentimes somebody who's well celebrated, somebody who is well loved. And they are at a place where they have complete faith in their abilities. They are understanding that they need that time to rejuvenate and have maybe even a spiritual moment before maybe going on tour or anything like that similar to what i talked about with mike towers and something that he mentioned about how he grounds by going back to puerto rico uh, before going on tours or something like that this is actually something i would recommend for ozona eat a lot of food um if you're not already in puerto rico maybe go back and have you know some time with your loved ones which wouldn't surprise me it's december so probably already doing that but <laughs> that this is a really simple card that i would just say it's straight to the point this is somebody who needs just a brief moment not even like a long vacation or anything um to reflect on all of the great things that are about to happen for them whether that be in their career or their personal life and even if there's something that might be odd happening in their personal life and this is and I'm, I'm, I know that I'm saying there instead of just talking about him specifically, because this, is, this can apply to a lot of people. It's still a time to kind of prepare for that mentally, you know. Um, I'm not picking up on a negative energy, but I am picking up on, on some strange energy that is in his personal life. And I'm not going to get too into that because I don't have his consent to do so. But um, 
there might be more to this story that we don't know just yet. I'm going to leave it at that because I'm feeling like mm, I'm uncomfortable talking about people's personal life without their consent. You know, it is one thing to do the blood report and talk about things that we already know. It's another thing for me to pick up on an energy that we of uh, something that we don't know yet, that, uh, that the public doesn't know yet. OK, so I'm going to just, you know, leave it at that. I don't see that he's in the middle of all these arguments that I'm seeing with a lot of artists, especially Puerto Rican artists. Um, that's a good thing. He should stay out of it and take this time to reflect and enjoy his holidays, you know? So that is his card. I'm also going to put it aside just so that we don't keep getting it, you know? But. Okay. What is the energy for Miss Megan the Stallion? We know Megan the Stallion's been having a tough time. So to be honest with you, I'm hoping that she gets a card that is happy, that kind of gives us some good news for her i would love that for her so i'm trying not to think of any kind of a sad energy but her card came right out oh look at that she has of course many spirits that are with her all the time unfortunately they came about in a sad way she doesn't have her mom or her family and so her receiving this ace of cups after this deck was thoroughly um shuffle does not really surprise me because the hand of the divine is the ace of cups it is basically reaching out and giving you all that you could ever imagine including leaning towards a new relationship now she might be in a time of healing and may not be looking for a new relationship but i don't want to rule that out for 2024 whatsoever and i'm not going to give a date or anything like that i'm just going to say that it's something that an energy that i see for her uh, there's definitely some creativity happening behind the scenes that, of course, could be leaning towards another album. That's that's pretty straight to the point um, and pretty obvious, you know, for an artist. Of course, they might have another album coming out. But I think this will be uh, a project that we enjoy. Uh, we're going to shake our ass to. And <laughs> I also feel like she might even be exploring some her spiritual side you she might be looking at different types of spirituality such as you know connecting with the orisha connecting with the different types of spirits etc like like i do myself and um that's an energy that i pick up on strongly and that might even lead her to being on this journey of meeting the one you never know but I think that the next relationship will not be one that's so toxic. One that it might be a lesson. It may not be the love of her life, but it's one that the divine thinks that she needs in her life. And that new relationship could even just be a friendship, a business partnership, etc. But I'm definitely seeing some sort of a new relationship budding pretty soon for her. Uh, I don't want to give a date. I'm just going to say soon within 2024. Um, I'm picking up on a particular season, but I want to hush for now and not say anything. Um, but that is the readings for this week before we we celebrate. Well, we're actually all celebrating right now, right? Because there's certain people who have holidays and there's Yule, etc. But that's the, re that's the readings for the week. I hope you all enjoyed them. And remember, you can book personal readings with me by emailing the show. Podcast at Outlook.com. This is the break before the end. 
Oi, Gigi! I'm Josie the Mustang, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch and the host of the Luanova podcast. The Luanova podcast comes out every Monday and Friday. But not only do we talk a lot about dating and love and self-love spells, etc., we also talk a lot about manifesting. And I know that for many of you that includes your vision board. So, let's talk a little bit about that podcast that's just sitting on your vision board collecting dust. I think the following ad is going to help with that. So during this episode, I'm not going to be giving you any dating tips or any manifestation tips, not because I don't want to, but because we have been at this since February. And I would like for you to take all of those lessons, all of those tips, etc., and use them. This is the end of the calendar year, but it does not mean the ending, okay? Meaning that the real beginning of the year is in April. That's when the earth wakes up. That's when spring begins, correct? So with that being said, you still have a lot of time. December and January are a great time to reflect and also are a great time to rest. And so that is why this December I completely shook things up with how I am giving out my episodes uh, because I know this season two is around the corner and we'll be back to our regular routine. But in the meantime, I wanted to make sure that we're taking that time with our loved ones and also that time to really think about what we're wanting out of 2024. Okay, so instead of talking to you about dating tips and manifestation, I am going to talk to you a little bit about Mercury and retrograde. And I was completely incorrect <laughs> last time with thinking that uh, Mercury and retrograde would be ending at the end of December, but it actually ends at the at the beginning of January. So we will be in Mercury retrograde from December the 13th. And I cannot remember the exact date if it's January the, the 2nd or the 3rd, but it's around there between the 1st and the 3rd of January. And so this is going to seem like a pretty long Mercury retrograde. A lot of people fear these that maybe are new to astrology or maybe, you know, have listened to a lot of fear mongering from other people who do astrology readings, etc. Mercury in retrograde is nothing to fear. As I've explained to you all before, when Mercury is in retrograde, it is not actually stopping. A planet does not stop moving. That is not how that works. It simply appears to be slowing down. It is an optical illusion. Remember, I gave you all the scenario before of it is like when you're driving past somebody who has the audacity to be going super slow on the freeway. It looks like they're not even moving. Meanwhile, you're going a regular speed limit, let's say. And so what, as you pass them, their car looks like it's not moving, but it is. It's just moving much slower. And it is not actually moving backwards. It just appears to be. So because Mercury is the planet of communication, this is why communications tend to get a little weird. This is why arguments tend to happen more, etc. Because all of the planets and their energy do affect us, as well as the sun and the moon, of course. But to say we're used to the moon having this effect on us because we see those phases happen all of the time and very quickly. However, this one will have more of a 
Not a negative effect, but more of an effect on Sagittarius and Capricorn, because those are the two signs that it's going to be in. Now, if you are a Virgo or a Gemini, you may experience that Mercury in retrograde tends to affect you when it comes to your own communication, because that's the planet that rules over uh, Virgo and Gemini. However, every retrograde is in a particular zodiac or particular zodiacs, so those particular signs and that particular time of the year does have an effect on certain people more than others, but it's not a negative effect. I'm not telling you what other people say where you shouldn't travel, etc. I will always just say to be careful anytime that certain planets are in retrograde because they can cause an effect. They have an energy just like everything else. When Venus was in retrograde, we saw quite a few relationships ending. To give you an example, with the effects of Venus in retrograde, Cardi B recently announced that she and her husband Offset are separating and have been separated for some time now. Cardi B is a Libra that is ruled by the planet Venus. So it's not at all strange to me that maybe during that Venus retrograde, she was experiencing a lot of growth and was it was maybe a difficult time for her the same way that certain depending on the year that you were born um the saturn returns may have it may have had a very deep effect on you because saturn returns is currently in the sign of pisces so it will affect certain pisces more than others i don't want you all to fear that okay i know that we have energetically had a strange 2023 i wouldn't say bad i would just say strange a lot of things have happened both energetically and emotionally and the frequency has completely shifted and that of course has a lot to do with the planets the planets are pretty much like a tarot card i want you to think of them as tarot cards they are giving you certain guidance but a lot of the time people don't listen or they don't take the time to actually look into it so Mercury in retrograde is pretty much confirming what I say to you all the time when it comes to the end of the calendar year. And that is, it's your, it's time to rest. Mercury is not necessarily resting, but it is taking, it, it's going a little slower about its job. <laughs> okay. And being that it's a planet that moves faster than you, than some of the others, it's kind of important that we learn the lesson especially with it being at the end of the year, end of the calendar year. My apologies. I also want you all to keep in mind that Mercury retrograde, there's always one at the end of the year, so it's not odd. <laughs> but that's just something I wanted you all to reflect on with this being one of the last Lua reports that I'm doing for season one. Um, season two begins January the 5th. But all of these current episodes were pre-recorded. I don't really do pre-recorded episodes. I normally do record right before an episode is supposed to come out. And so this is one of the few that I've done for the end of the year that will be pre-recorded. You know, so if there's anything that happens, you know, after these episodes come out, just please keep that in mind that I, I did these in advance. <laughs> but speaking of the planets and all of the above i'm going to get into the birth chart of ozona just a little bit just a little bit to see what we can learn 
when I chose Ozonon to be one of the last Lua reports, it had a lot to do with the fact that this is an Afro-Latino that is very in touch with his roots. And I apologize, I did mention his Puerto Rican background, but not his Dominican background. He is both Dominican and Puerto Rican. So I apologize to the Dominicans. I did not mean to leave him out. Okay. <laughs> but I 100% um, appreciate that not only did he, did he have a, an album that I love that came out this year that used nothing but Afro beats, but he very much so is in tune with learning and experiencing other black cultures. Um, that's something I can relate to as somebody who is Brazilian and Mexican. I, of course, um, grew up listening to certain types of music, a lot of like reggaeton in particular, a lot of Mexican music, uh, but I didn't grow up listening to any sort of African, you know, other than the, of course, the influences in this, these music, in this music, but not African music specifically. Okay. But I will say that his album, and I can't remember the name of it, and I wish I would have wrote it down, that is, um, pretty much all Afro beats is my favorite album of his because it, it's done so well and incorporates uh, a Latin and African sound. And I think that him acknowledging that the sound that we hear in most music traces back to Africa is, is really important. Um, for those of us who, of course, have African roots, we don't know that side of us, you know, the slave trade, etc. You know, I won't get into any of that today, but we tend to almost be ashamed and I shouldn't say we because that does not include me but I have always been so drawn to any music that has any sort of an African sound to it it speaks to me in the same way that indigenous music and um, most Latin music speaks to me okay so I thought to myself this is somebody who really gets it and is not ashamed of who he is and and even acknowledge that unfortunately he's seen firsthand quite a few other afro-latinos be ashamed of their black roots and it's odd you know i understand that there are different types of black if you're new here and you are not familiar with afro-latinos i say this often and i'm gonna say it one more time since i'm covering an afro-latino um, black people do not all come from one place African-Americans and Africans are separate. And although I myself am Afro-Latina and am not African-American, I am still black. And so I need you all to understand the difference that a black person can be from literally anywhere in the world. If that's something that you're uncomfortable with, I don't know why you're subscribed to this podcast. Feel free not to. Because um, something that I notice when certain black podcasts mention anything regarding culture they will get this feedback of oh well you've made it too much about being black um i'm not sure why that's an issue because you see if somebody was irish somebody is asian of, of asian descent etc and they talk about it and they tell us their experience i don't see how that's a negative in fact, I consider it a teaching moment and a way to learn from other people's cultures. So if you don't like it, please don't tune in. I don't need you here. Thank you. But with that being said, black people come from all over the world. African-American, Afro-Latino, African. These are all different. These are all different cultures. Okay. I need you to understand that. And I need you to learn. Google is free. But 
<laughs> this is an Afro-Latino who is very in touch with his roots. And I got the references from uh, Fader. That's where I'll be kind of starting with here. I'm going to start with his birth chart though. He is a Pisces son. So I know a lot of the time I, I give Pisces men so much shit, but this is a Pisces who I'm not going to give any shit to. I'm not going to <laughs> because his moon sign is in cancer. So this is a very watery sign. <laughs> this is a person who's very in touch with emotion and is probably somebody who other people come to when it comes to emotion. And although he is a superstar, he leads his life in a way that he is always thinking about the emotional end of things, how it affects him from that standpoint, mentally, you know, his family, etc. He's not just thinking about the, the business side of things. It's not that he doesn't care. It's that it's not that it's, it's that this is not somebody with that heavy, those heavy Capricorn placements that I've, I've had in other episodes um, where it is all business. This is somebody who has a great balance of the two. He actually does have Capricorn in his chart though, but <laughs> I notice his, his Capricorn placements are, are placements that I've already gone over. So feel free to go back to the most recent Lua report or Carol G and I believe uh, maybe even Mike Towers where I discuss their Capricorn placements. Um, Ozona has similar placements within his birth chart. And if you're wanting to know where, how to get your birth chart, all you have to do is go on Google and type in free birth chart, pick out a website that resonates with you. And there you go there. Then you can see your own birth chart and where the planets were whenever you were born. You do need to know what time you were born though. Okay. He, his Jupiter sign is in Virgo. So it doesn't, it's, I'm not at all surprised that this is a very organized person who, when it comes to his career and finances, um, plans everything out in advance. Everything's always going to be with a lot of thought behind it and with a lot of detail to it. You know, um, every movement is meticulous and it may not seem so. The music might move you in an emotional way. I know that, um, his album that had the Afro beats definitely had a lot of emotion behind it. Um, and that is the, that comes into to play with him being a Pisces sun and a, um, his moon sign being in cancer. Now the moon is ruled by cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So the mother of the Zodiac. And so this is somebody who, when it comes to their relationships will always be the go-to and mainly in friendships and maybe even in business where people know that they can rely on this person. This is somebody they can go to and talk about really anything. This is somebody that's going to have your back, maybe even in a way that it borderlines on being fatherly. It just kind of depends on that particular relationship. Okay. So to get into the interview, he stated in this Fader interview, that it's time to leave bright colors behind and that he associates them with youth. Now I actually find that found that very sad and I disagree with him, but <laughs> there is no such thing as you get too old for certain colors and you get too old to like certain things. Uh, we know that his logo is the teddy bear and there's something very sad 
and dystopian and depressing about feeling that way. And so it led me to wonder, and unfortunately I did, I was like, well, I don't want to make a guess here or pull a tarot card, etc. But it led me to wonder if he's at a time in his life that where he's maybe, maybe struggling a little bit. Uh, because it seems as though that seems to be the case here. There may be a lack of fulfillment, etc. And that seriousness oftentimes will come when maybe somebody has made you feel as though the way that you're going about things, were going about things was not good enough. And that certainly is not the case with an artist like Ozuna. Not, not whatsoever. I'm not going to get into anything that may be considered darker that we might know about him. That is not this kind of a podcast. We don't do that here. And so if that's what you're looking for, that's not happening. And um, he did also mention in the same interview that he sees the world as having a rebellious moment. And I 100% get where he's coming from because we know that that's planetary. We know that this is something that we're seeing astrologically. And yes, the, the world is having a rebellious moment, especially with millennials and Gen Z pushing back wholeheartedly and saying, you know, this is how things were is not okay anymore. And that might be what he means by we're leaving the bright colors behind. Maybe we're wearing darker colors because we're not necessarily in this, you know, holiday spirit, cheery mood. Maybe we're, you know, experiencing certain struggles. But with that being said, this is somebody who I think will always have a place in music. Being a Pisces son, a very creative sign that is big time dreamer. And I think that this side of him that is like, it's time to put away the bright colors. It typically leans into there being an emotional issue here that we don't understand, you know, a personal thing that he has not discussed. And a Pisces oftentimes does not handle emotions in the same way that the other water signs do. Um, when they are hurting, they kind of want to drown in it, drown themselves before they even drown anybody else. Scorpio wants to drown the world. Cancer just wants to end the world. Okay, so, <laughs> but this is a temporary thing for him. And the reason why I chose Megan the Stallion is that I see kind of a similar feeling there. Uh, different zodiac sign all, to get, all together, but I'm, I picked her because we see her struggles right now and I think just like with Carol G we'll see her kind of come out of that so to move on to her Megan the Stallion is an Aquarius sun and I'm only going to I'm only doing the brief parts of, of their birth charts because this this podcast is already a million minutes long but <laughs> she is a an Aquarius sun a Leo moon and her Jupiter is in Sagittarius. So kind of leaning into her Jupiter sign being in Sagittarius, this Mercury retrograde might be something that affects her. It might be a time where she has to face some things that she doesn't want to. She's still in very much so in the process of healing. And Sagittarius is somebody who is all about expansion and that has no problems kind of exploring the world. 
and exploring different cultures, etc. They also have a deep thirst for knowledge. And so I would advise for her to take that on and maybe learn about something that she's always wanted to learn. Um, I think that that would really help her, her to heal because then she doesn't have to focus so much on the pain. We see her actually facing her pain though. And that's important to do as well. With her moon sign being in Leo, that's what that's where that emotion is coming from. Uh, you know, my whole life is playing out on social media and the people who hate me really hate me. And that's something that Leo does not do well with. Leo is a star. So Leo is, you know, the main character always. Big main character energy. And remember, our moon sign is a darker side of us. It is not necessarily a negative side. It is simply another side of us. And... Our sun sign, on the other hand, is just as important to us. And so for being that she's an Aquarius, she's used to not being understood. She's used to kind of breaking status quo and being considered even strange or weird or whatever. But that moon sign is what we're seeing more of in Leo. Okay. This is somebody who she's, she's going to cry on live. She's going to release songs about her pain because as, um, Leo moon, you need that admiration. It's not so much that you seek it out. It's not so much that you'll die without it. It's that you're so used to being loved. You're so used to being admired that when people hurt you, it's odd to you. It, it doesn't make any sense to you because as a Leo moon, you're so used to being loved and there's nothing wrong with that. And as an Aquarius, we're going to continue to see these quirky sides of her. We know she's in an anime, etc. This is, these are things that are not necessarily associated with African American culture. However, they should be associated with anybody's culture. You can, you can like cartoons. That's not odd, <laughs> but. That is going to wrap it up for their birth charts. I just, like I said, didn't want to make this podcast a million hours long, <laughs> but um, I hope that y'all got something out of it. Wow, Josie. Wow. So please forgive my earlier uh, mistake of not remembering the name of my favorite Ozuna album, which it should be pretty simple, Josie. <laughs> You say this word a lot. The, the name of my favorite Ozuna album is Afro. <laughs> wow. Yikes. I apologize for that. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up because I clearly need some rest. <laughs> Obrigada. That means thank you in Portuguese. Thank you for tuning in to yet another Lua report. I love covering Afro-Latino artists, artists in particular. So this is always a fun time for me. Anytime that I get to discuss people that are within my culture and a special obrigada to Ozuna um, for just being an artist that was really easy to cover. You know, um, definitely broke that Pisces stereotype, which I think we needed on the show. If you would like to book a personal tarot reading with me, you can email me at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. You can also send your questions in there. But a lot of you like to send your questions to me on TikTok, which is fine. My TikTok is under my username, Josie the Mustang. It will, and yes, I got my nickname from a car salesman when I bought my Mustang, and it is inspired by Megan the Stallion. <laughs> anyway, a lot of you already know that story. I mentioned it in one of the very first episodes of Luanova. But um, you can follow me 
on TikTok under Josie the Mustang. It will pop up as Lua Nova Podcast with my picture, so that's how you'll know it's me. And if you send me a message on there to, to asking me to follow you back, I absolutely will. Absolutely. If you use Spotify, and I see that a, quite a bit of my listeners do, then I do make free playlists as well. So anytime that you look up Lua Nova, you can find the podcast logo under my profile. You'll see that it's the same exact logo as the podcast. And on there is where you will find all of my free playlists that I make for you. So just go into the Spotify search, type in Luanova, and under the profile section, you will see Luanova Podcast. And there you will see all of the free playlists that I make for you that are specifically for meditation. So there's all types on there. Pick whichever one resonates with you. And I appreciate it. If you're new to my show and you want to give me a five-star rating or a five-star review, you can do so on the Apple Podcast app and Spotify. I will be back to talk to y'all this Friday. All of these episodes are pre-recorded, but don't worry because we'll be back to our regular schedule January the 5th, which is the beginning of season two. But I'm not leaving you all hanging. There will be episodes all the way up until that point. No worries. Yes, there will even be some for Christmas. And um, so there will be one coming out on Christmas. There will be one coming out January the 1st. Okay, so I didn't leave you hanging. I know a lot of you will be at home and you want something to listen to. And there you go. I, I made sure to have that for you. Obrigada. That means thank you and the guests. Say it to yourselves. Okay, look in the mirror right now. Right now and say it to yourself. I'll talk to y'all Friday. Ciao.